So there's already a little bit of a divide between groups of folks in the early Christian church, your Hellenists and your Hebrews. And as part of the church's work, the church would collect everything as a community and then distribute it out to those that were in need. Okay? They pulled in their resources, they pulled everything in, and then they distributed it to those in need. And the widows are those who are unable to take care of themselves. Okay? Or any group that fits that description were the widows. And so the Hellenists were complaining. Hey, our, our widows are, are being neglected. They're being left out of the food distribution. They're not being taken care of. They raised a concern. However, it wasn't intentional. right? It wasn't intentional. They were just growing and really busy. And this group of people were falling through the cracks. And so they raised a concern to the twelve. And so the twelve called the whole community together. And they said, it's not right for us to neglect the word of God in order to wait on tables. Now, this may sound like they felt they were better than that. No, that's not the case. All right, They were literally doing what Jesus told them to go and do, was to proclaim the good news, to grow the faith. But also, they didn't have the time to make sure the Hellenist widows were taken care of. So, what did they do? They didn't want to stop what they were ordained to do. It's not because they were beneath it or above it. Well, interesting, this is what they did. Therefore, brothers and sisters, they said, select among you seven men of good standing, full of the spirit and of wisdom, whom we may appoint to this task, while we, for our part, will devote ourselves to prayer and to serving the word. All right? In a large operation, everybody needs to have a job and a role kind of knowing their lanes in which they, they operate in. You know, here at St. Matthew, since we're looking at how stuff works, in our church, you have appointed clergy. St. Matthew's has three, Andy, myself, and Beth. Our job is to proclaim the word, to perform the sacraments, and to keep order within church. That is our charge, our overall big picture charge. We're the only three peoples whose job is to make sure that the word is preached every Sunday morning and that it's, it's biblical truth. We're the only three that can do communion and baptisms. And we're the three that maintain the order of the church, the structure of the church. And our church does a lot. I'll tell you and just I'll give you some numbers in just a minute on how much we actually do and what we need to get it done. And your clergy here, I will speak for the other two as well, they're very hands-on. We're all very hands-on. We don't mind getting in the kitchen and cleaning pots and pans on Wednesday night. We don't mind coming up here on a Saturday to scrub toilets. We don't mind doing any task at the church because we want to make sure it gets done. However, if you expect the three of us to do it all, guess what? Things are going to fall through the cracks. We're just human, okay? We're not perfect. So there's many responsibilities that need to have be tended to. So what does St. Matthew's do? We're a blessed church. We hire staff, Okay. So that way, Jason can go on the retreat next weekend, and I can sleep in my bed, okay? And he can be out there with the teenagers. Uh, we hire Kate so she can do all the fun things of children's ministry and created by God and all that. I'll have, it's taken care of. I don't have to worry about it. So we hire staff to do certain things here at the church. But then even beyond that and their roles, we still need volunteers, lots of volunteers, and so what the 12 did in their church, in this early example, how did they select the seven? They presented the problem back to the group. 
they didn't make a decision from the top and hand it down. They said, all right, yes, we agree. There is an issue here in the church. Your widows are being neglected, but we, we just can't make sure, we can't do it because we've got our charge, we've got our role. The church is growing. How about you select seven? Select seven that you approve of and present it to us and we will lay hands on them and commission them to do this work. So he, they gave it back to the group. And the group selected amongst themselves. They selected other people that the Hellenists would approve of. It wasn't that they were picking the Hebrews. They were picking a Hellenist that they approved of to be presented for this task. And this is where you get the, the idea and the role of deacons. Deacons are very servant-minded. Okay, they, they perform a particular task. In the Methodist church, we have elders and deacons. And in the Methodist church, you'll see deacons be clergy, but they're never the lead pastor because their role as a deacon is to perform a particular ministry task. So you'll see a lot of deacons over a certain ministry, not a whole church in the Methodist church. Other denominations pick deacons from the laity, and they are performing certain tasks. So this is where you get the idea of deacons, where folks carry out a particular task. And this one was serving tables, waiting on tables, meaning taking care of the needy. Those that needed food, those that needed money, those that needed assistance. Very hands-on uh, responsibility and role. So they told him, hey, pick seven amongst yourselves, and then we'll lay our hands on them and commission them to do the work. And so that is what has happened. They picked seven. Some of the more famous ones that you hear more about later is Stephen and Philip. And so they commissioned them to go out and serve. And this pleased the whole community. So the church, with the help of the Holy Spirit, successfully approached and addressed and a concern and an issue. See, this could have been an opportunity for the church to fight. And that's exactly what Satan wants. He likes the church to fight. He likes to pit groups against each other. And so this would have been an opportunity for a major fight between the Hellenists and the Hebrews, the apostles, and those that were going to do the task, but no, because of the Holy Spirit and the faithfulness of these individuals, it did not become an issue, but it became something that the whole community was well pleased with. And so that's how they addressed their issue. That's how they addressed their concern of a growing church and groups being neglected. And as I said earlier, I'll give you some numbers. Here at St. Matthew's, it takes a whole church to do what we do. Wednesday Night Live... You do, have a, you do have a Wednesday Night Live chef that's on staff that plans the menu. Great. She has two helps in the kitchen, Miss Dot and Duke. Great. But it takes 40 additional people to make Wednesday Night Live happen. 40. Sometimes we don't have all 40, so many people wear many different hats. But it takes 40 for at least about 150 to 175 people to be fed within one hour. That's a lot of folks. Your worship... Intersection and traditional, 8, 30, and 11, takes at least, at least 75 volunteers. Because your choir, they're not on the payroll. Your praise team, except for ants, not on the payroll. They're volunteers, greeters, ushers, coffee team, you name it. It takes 75 volunteers. Worship team, setting up altars, getting all this stuff here. We had volunteers do all this. So it takes at least 75 for worship to happen. Children's and youth, this is a conservative number. Jason and Kate may make it a little bit higher than this. At least 100 volunteers 
to do their ministries. At least 100. We have children's classrooms with 15 plus kids, but we're struggling finding one teacher for them. We need two teachers in every kid's classroom. Sam is the sole youth Sunday school teacher. All right, so all biblical truth comes from Sam and Jason. All right, we need more youth Sunday school teachers. They'll provide you the material. They'll, have, they'll be happy to talk to you about it before you teach it if you're nervous. We need volunteers to go on Jason's retreat. We need volunteers for Fall Fest. We need volunteers everywhere for children's and youth. So at least 100 to make it happen. Congregational care. 125 volunteers at least. It takes an army, literally an army, to do the Christ cupboards those three times in a year. The, uh, during Lent, when we do Stations of the Cross and prayer ministry stuff, that takes an army as well. There is uh, communion ministry, homebound communion ministry, pillowcase pals, card care, flower, all of that. It takes an army. So at least 125 volunteers. Mission and evangelism. I bunch that as outreach, but those two areas take at least 150 volunteers. At least 150 volunteers. It takes 100 to do a Rise Against Hunger. So you can see how you get to 150 really. There's 30 that goes on the mission team to Honduras. It takes an army to do outreach. And then here's the last number I'll throw at you because we're probably tired of numbers. We have at least 30 administrative committees and ministry teams here at St. Matthew's. At least 30. And each administrative committee and ministry team has a chairperson. And that chairperson sits on our leadership council. That is the top council of the church. It makes a really good team if you've got three classes of three, nine people. So I'm not a, a rocket scientist, but nine times 30 gets you to 270. It takes 270 individuals to fill all the needs of our administrative committees and ministry teams here at the church. That's a lot. When you add all that up, it gets to be close to 500. And I can tell you, we have about 400 to 500 in worship on a Sunday. Not every person that comes to church is filling a role. Some people are filling three or four roles. And so we have a lot of need here at the church. It's a large number. And these are conservative numbers. And I didn't list all the other ministries and things we do. It takes a whole church. Not just the clergy, not just the laity staff, but you guys. Each and every one of you sitting here has a role. Even the children. The children can help with Rise Against Hunger and many other things we do here at the church. Everybody is needed to make sure we accomplish what we are called to do here at St. Matthew's. So if you're hearing this, if you're online watching this, and if your only activity at St. Matthew's is coming to worship Sunday mornings and eating a meal on Wednesday nights, I encourage you to reach out and find where else you can plug in because we need you, each and every one of you. We're glad you're here on Sunday mornings. We're glad you're here on Wednesday nights. We like to talk to you and fellowship with you. But if that's your only connection to the church, we need a little more. And all we need you to do is, is to pray about it. If you need to know where the need is, right now go talk to Kate and Jason. They can get you hooked up real quick right before you leave. If they don't, I can find somewhere where you can serve before you leave today. We can make it happen now. Because there is a great need at our church. Because the world needs us. Because this world is a broken world. And it takes each and every one of us, each and every one of God's churches to help out. 
And so the need that they saw in the early church and how they addressed it is the same way we need to look at it. And so when we see the need, then we need amongst y'all to rise up and to say, I can help. Where's the need? Because we need you. So as we go through this series, we're going to focus on different parts of how church works. And so today is volunteering and how it works, why it is needed, how the church addressed it in the past. Because you are valuable and don't think you're not good enough because you are good enough. No one in this room is perfect. That's why Jesus Christ went to the cross for our sake. And the thing that we can see the most and how we can connect to God in that moment of when he sacrificed for us because he loves us so, is that we gather around a table. We gather around God's table. And when we're there, we are given the best gift ever. And that is love and grace. And so what we have today in front of us is Communion Sunday. It is World Communion Sunday, which that means most Christian churches today are together gathering around God's table are invited around God's table across denominations. And we are a part of that here at St. Matthew's. In just a moment, we're going to be a part of that. 